Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we are continuing our watch through of the Marvel Disney Plus series, Miss Marvel. And we are on episode five, so we're almost done. And I feel like this week, nothing happened. Um, We got more backstory than we could ever need. I guess it's setting up the villain even though we already know she's the villain and it's it gave us like one thing at the end so did it well sort of it sort of gave us one thing at the end so first thoughts I like the intro Okay. That had me really excited. But then like near once we got to like the middle, some things happened that became extremely confusing, which we'll get into. And then by the end, I'm just sitting here like this better be like a pretty big cliffhanger because I'm like, where is this going to go? We have one episode left. (laughs) Where is this going? And that was that. How about you, Elisa? I feel like we resolved a lot of conflicts very easily in this episode. <laughs> um, I still, I, I did like the look that we got at uh, Kamala's past and her family. I thought that was all very sweet. Um, but yeah, it, it feels like we're going into the finale with like half of our problems pre-solved. Which, I mean, that could mean that they're throwing a bunch of new problems at us in the last episode, but I guess we'll just have to hang back and see how it goes. But as of right now, I'm kind of like, all right, (laughs) what's happening next? (laughs) I feel like thinking back three episodes ago, um, we kind of had a mini discussion on what we wanted as far as backstory for... Kamala's grandmother 
and the bangle and, you know, how, how we wanted that to be done. <laughs> and the one thing I didn't want was an entire episode on it. And now we have spent two entire episodes on it. And the main story has gone nowhere. Like, we haven't even inched forward in the main story. In fact, we took an entire 70 years steps backwards. So, I don't know. I felt like last episode when it ended, it was like, ooh, what's going to happen? She's back in time. And then all that happened was events that had already happened played out exactly the same way again. And it was it was nonsense. It was just nothing. Um, I don't know. I mean, we can start at the beginning. I agree. I thought the beginning was cool. It was an interesting way how they did that, kind of explaining the past, which is a true, mm-hmm. uh, based, based in truth, at least, yeah. um, of events that occurred. So that was cool. And then I like the opening credit slate uh, where it says Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like what they're doing with that. So that was fun. And then the episode started and I just felt like I was bored. Um, I don't know. I wasn't I necessarily just... bored with it. I was very entertained and intrigued with the setup. But then... Once everything catches up, it just felt so lackluster. Like yeah. things just happen so fast. It's like, what was, you know, we're, you're expecting something pretty crazy, right? Because mm-hmm. it seems like is, I guess, are there two bangles? Cause like, I, that's kind of what we were expecting is like, well, maybe she needs to go find this other bangle that's going to unlock the full power and, but not really. It was just like just the same bangle, but back in time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I felt like for a show called Miss Marvel, there was a frightening shortness of Miss Marvel in this episode. <laughs> I, I don't got, know. I feel like we got more sound effects of yeah. Miss Marvel doing Miss Marvel things and actually getting to see them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and whenever we did see Kamala, it was just kind of like she didn't really understand why she was there. And then she realized and it was the most like cliche nonsense time travel Harry Potter saving serious <laughs> moments of this whole series like what well, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of that just because it was like, it was just so predictable. And also it still didn't lead us anywhere. Like the whole, I felt like the whole point of this backstory was to explain what the bangle could do Mm -hmm. and how she was part gin. Well, that was explained episodes ago Mm -hmm. and then the only thing we saw the bangle do was exactly what we've seen the bangle do this whole time and then the one foot hold or whatever broke 
into pieces and then the pieces floated through the air and all that really happened was all the people that were standing there moved out of the way <laughs> and Sana was able to see her father and that was it and I was like this whole time you guys have been making it seem like this bangle can do all these crazy things and I mean it does do crazy things but like other things that we haven't seen and then all we saw was that it does exactly what it always does <laughs> I don't know but here so this is the part that's just like bugging me because unless it's just a camera angle trick, right? But uh, there's a moment where like, you know, the family is in their house and there's like a baby laying down. We open a door. We see someone in the shadows. We go talk to this person. We're giving like a very short timeline. Like you have basically a day. And then all of a sudden this kid's up walking on two feet. <laughs> yeah. How I didn't wonder about that. What like, happened there? What the time skip? What, but but even later on, he was like, "But you just talked to this person yesterday. How does that work?" I feel like this this would have been a good like episode three. Yeah, yeah. We're like, should, yeah. We're, this is still like character building early on. They can get away with stuff like that because it's like it's more convenient if the kid can walk now. So let's just the kid can walk. I, <laughs> I mean, it's then, just really. This is really just another explanation of how the Jin magic is through like her family, like how it mm-hmm. got passed down into her family. That's all this was. Right. Yeah. This. Could I mean, have, it was really episode, seeing the moment of like, oh, she's like me, and let's go back to where it all started, like where I was. Mm-hmm. Well, this this could have been a. This could have been ten minutes of a normal episode. I don't know why this was. Thirty three or thirty four minutes or whatever it was. Well, side well, note: this, a very short episode. This this is the issue I'm having with the current season of Stranger Things. Like, it could have been a two hour movie. It's so mm-hmm. like, here's three hours of something that could have been told in fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and this like I again, I was bored because like it it just we we already know everything. Like everything that happens in this episode is stuff that we know. Like I, they try to make, um, now I'm blanking on her name, but the like head gin, Mm -hmm. they, they try to like make a point to show that like, Oh, she's evil. And it's like, yeah, we know that we saw her kill red daggers. Dad. Like we saw her go crazy and attack Kamala. Like we know she's evil. You don't have to like, but it's like she, she show really her evil. S- she just literally wants to go home. She just if anyone gets in her way, that's not good. <laughs> right. Yeah. She doesn't care if she kills all humans. Yeah. Right. Or or Which other gin. Like, I mean, she or stabs. So it's like I, I get that. Like we already know that she's desperate to get home. Why spend an entire episode trying to show it again? It's like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> Well, they have kind of built up this mystery about why Aisha disappeared because half the family seems to still be like all these years later angry because they feel like she abandoned them. Mm -hmm. And this episode does provide us with some closure on that, that she didn't leave them. She was murdered, which, you know, uh, I was going to say earlier when you were saying like, we already know all this and like coming from a dummy's perspective. (laughs) 
I didn't predict that she would be dead. I figured that she had ran off trying to protect her family. That was what I've been harboring this whole time. So she's still alive somewhere, still looks the exact same, and has been keeping away from everybody because she knows that she attracts the attention of um, the clandestines and is trying to, you know, keep them safe. Um, and also, I did not predict that Kamala would be the one who actually went in and saved baby Sana. So, again, surprise, because I'm an idiot. And also, <laughs> it was extremely cute, if nothing else. <laughs> I honestly, I think I would have liked it more if they had found out that Aisha had actually run away and was in hiding. And Kamala was able to, like, track her down. And then Aisha was able to provide some guidance on how to use the bangle or something like mm-hmm. that i don't know anything would have been better than she died and then it was like oh i wonder who it is that's gonna point sana in the right direction okay here comes come on like come on i saw it come in right at the beginning of the episode i was like oh kamala is the one in the vision like okay i don't i just wanted more and I feel like this episode was such a letdown to be the episode before the final episode. Because, again, nothing has happened in, like, three episodes. Basically, since her grandmother was like, you need to come visit me, from that point on, like, the story stopped. There's, We're focusing a lot on backstory now, which is fine, but it's kind of late to... Basically, let's conclude the backstory, and then now more of her family knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, what's the next episode going to be? Is yeah, it I mean, be... the question is, is, like, does her dad and brother know? We don't really know that for sure. Would her mom keep it a secret or just like, hey, everyone, she's Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone cheers. Which also, like, why didn't we see that? I'm still confused. (laughs) Like you said, we we heard a lot of sounds. It was like, we're just seeing her mom's face. And are we supposed to, like, I wonder if Kamala's doing her thing and her mom is seeing. Like, creating the rocks to run. (laughs) Right. The rocks to run up. Why not just show that and then show the mom's reaction? Like, I don't know. It was just weird. That was a weird choice. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I was very confused by that. The next episode might have all three generations of the family working together for the last big battle. Now that everybody knows and everybody settled their beef. Sana and Muniba are no longer beefing. Kamala and Muniba are no longer beefing. Do we think that the story is going to wrap up overseas? Or do we think that they're going to miraculously be back in New Jersey the beginning of next episode or I think they definitely have to go home, especially since yeah. in the last scene it's Bruno and Cameron hanging out and being best friends now. Yay. <laughs> Getting to know each other as the circle Q explodes. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like they're going to come home. They're going to see like circle Q's gone. Bruno and Cameron are probably both gone at this point. So it's figuring out where they're at. I still feel like we're going to see someone else. I'm thinking like Kamala's about to do something and then someone's going to show up and be like, you need to stop. You need to come with me now. We've got to get stuff figured out. 
I mean, I hope so. I just like <laughs> there just seems to be no. It seems like they're they're like hinting at things, but then yeah, there's just not enough time to do any of that stuff. Like I still think back to when the first time we saw the bangle and it's on a blue mm-hmm. arm. It's like okay, well that's a Cree, yeah, and not a single time has that been brought up or mentioned or mm-hmm. alluded to other than that. So it's like well. That's like the whole purpose of the show, right? Is to like find out about this bangle and yeah. we're not doing anything to find out about the bangle. Right. So it's like going into one more episode. What happens to Bruno and Cameron? Cameron. What happens to the family? Like, are they going to come back? What are they going to see? Are we going to get any more information on the bangle? What's the damage control gonna play a part in all of this Mm -hmm. it's just a lot a lot of questions (laughs) yeah well that was so there were two moments in this episode that i was like all right some stuff is about to happen the first was when the two dimensions start to overlap and the one Jen goes up and touches the rift and like turns her body into stone and then it like collapses and her skeletons in there. And all I could think was, is this how they're doing Terrigen mist? Because <laughs> that's sort of one of the ways that they have depicted the Terrigen, Terrigen nesis or whatever, mm-hmm. um, where it will like encase you in a, in stone. And if mm-hmm. you have a latent mutant ability, then you hatch out of that stone as an inhuman, if you don't have a latent ability, then you die. Wow. Well, that's so, intense. And that's that's kind of how they they do it in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in that show. Mm-hmm. That's how the Terrigen Mist is kind of used. So that's immediately what I thought. I was like, this is it. This is like Terrigen Mist in the MCU. That's awesome. But then very quickly that didn't turn into anything. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. True. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't. I guess both people weren't worthy. I don't know. But I was expecting something more to happen than. Than what did? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, nothing. Um, the second thing that caught me, and I was like, "Here we go," was when Kamran got his powers. Um, because mm-hmm. I had mentioned that I had been reading the Miss Marvel series and one of the like middle storylines is her meeting Cameron and he kind of like makes her break like her parents rules and mm-hmm. like sneak out and do all this stuff. And then he basically like reveals to her that he is also an inhuman and he has the ability to like create a static charge and he's sort of like gambit. He's like inhuman gambit. Um, He can like charge stuff up and then it'll explode. So, but in the comics he kidnaps, he basically like leads her on and then ends up kidnapping her and bringing her to, um, Oh, what's the guy's name? The broker? The inventor? No. 
it's like a demon guy in a suit. Um, but that's like his whole, his whole deal is that he's like a bad guy working for, he's like a goon working for a bad guy. So mm-hmm. now that he has this ability, I'm wondering if that's where this is going to lead for him or if it's just kind of like now he has his power and he'll be like detained by the damage control unit and then Kamala has to come save him and then it's like a whole different storyline or there's stuff that they could do I just don't think there's stuff that they could do well in one episode if they came out and they were like, oh, surprise, there's three more episodes, then it'd be like, oh, okay, That'd be all right. awesome. They got this. Yeah. But like one more episode, I just. I am expecting that Kamala will get like the official outfit from her mom. I'm thinking She's like. She's been getting little pieces. Hmm? She's been getting little pieces. Yeah, she's been getting little pieces here and there, but um, you know, she picks up the necklace that's broken, so you kind of see it has the resemblance of like the main symbol. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if like before they leave, like which we probably won't get to see, like her and Nani were like making it. They get back, they see the Circle K is blown up. She gives her the suit and says, "Go rescue them." Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. I. I mean, we're definitely going to get the suit next episode. The one thing I'm not 100% sure is... Or stuff happens. They're having family dinner. Wong shows up. Hey, come with me. Oh, here's a suit. You should totally take this with you. <laughs> Just bring whatever you're wearing. <laughs> I, uh, I'm excited to see the suit. The one thing that has me a little confused is so so far she had on the blue like vest over the red long sleeve Mm -hmm. she has the mask that Mm -hmm. bruno made her she has now this broken necklace which is kind of the lightning bolt symbol so like i kind of i kind of agree that like i think her mom might sew the lightning bolt symbol in the front of her shirt like that would be cool so the one thing that she's missing is the big long scarf. But didn't she get that like episode one or two? Okay. Didn't the fellow discover a scarf? So here okay. So uh, here's here's what I'm confused about. Is very early on she had a very long red scarf. That's what I thought. And she it was brought it was like brought up multiple times. Like, here's your scarf. Oh, you forgot your scarf. Here's your scarf. So I was like, okay, that's that's the scarf. Then in this episode yeah, the red dagger guy gives her his little handkerchief. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's not long enough. There's no, there's no way that that's going to be the scarf, right? It can be two scarves. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I just, what is, like, I don't, what is it? What is that? Like, I, I don't know. So whatever know. she could make it to be. She's a, she's a cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see it. I mean, I think it'll be fun to see. I just, it's like another one of those things that it's just like, well, that doesn't make sense though. Like a <laughs> handkerchief isn't big enough to be like Miss Marvel's scarf is like iconic. 
It's just yeah. long, flowing scarf, a handkerchief that does not make. So <laughs> I'm just I'm worried that they'll do something like, oh, the handkerchief is the scarf, and it's like, but it wasn't. It wasn't a scarf. It was a handkerchief. How did it get so long? I'm nitpicking, I but. <laughs> I'm really feeling like we're going to get an Ant-Man cameo next week. I know we've talked about it. I've just become more and more sure with each passing episode that we're getting an Ant-Man cameo. It could be two seconds of him recording his podcast and talking to Kamala. But I think oh, I think it's happening. <laughs> I, I hope we get the podcast like a, something that would be awesome. <laughs> I hope so, too. I really want more ant-man and it just seems like the perfect cameo to show up in this i think the podcast would be a great thing to do like right at the end just be Mm -hmm. like oh so you're the new superhero what's your name and maybe that's when she like reveals her name on the podcast they also recently like filmed something all together i'm trying to look up what it was called um but it had uh Paul Rudd and uh, gracious Iman is it Iman Villani? Is that the young lady's name? It sounds I think so. Okay, yeah, Iman Villani, and yes, uh, it's this thing called Avengers Quantum Encounter, and it's got her and. Uh, the others in yes, it. Yes, I Paul saw Rudd, that Angeline too. Lilly, Anthony Mackie, Brie Larson. Uh, so, yeah. So, I think we could get them all. Maybe not all. I <laughs> saw that as well because I was looking at... I'm trying to like compile all of my stuff in a professional way to send to Seraphin Casting. Um who is like the casting agent for Disney and all of Marvel. Um, and I was looking through like all of the recent things that have been cast. And that was one of the things that had been cast, but it was cast for Disney, I believe not for Marvel, which like all of the movies and the series are, are like for Marvel. So I was wondering if maybe it was like, Maybe it's some part of a show or some part of like a ride. Yeah, it's it's part of it's part of a ride. It okay, made, that's what it made it sound like. It said that it was for uh, Disney parks, and <clears throat> I've seen some like, clips from it popping up online in the last few weeks. Um, but if they've got all the folks together, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even just for those of us that are like, why? Why haven't you put more people in this yet? <laughs> just put them in there. That'd be exciting. I mean, I do hope that we get more than just one. I mean, I guess I should say I hope that we just get one because we didn't last time. Um, but I do I do hope that they... This would be the perfect character to introduce multiple cameos at the end. Even, even you know, <laughs> five seconds of somebody walking past. Like... Her going to, like, Comic-Con or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun to see like Miss Marvel in her outfit and Carol Danvers just like walks past her and she doesn't notice like who it is. 
I don't know. Something <laughs> so, like something like that. It'd just be fun. Why not? Come on. Come on, Marvel Disney. Why not? <laughs> well, I guess all we can do is hope that this next yeah. episode will be better and just have more going on. I don't know. Again, I feel like this episode was it was a five minute story dragged out for 30 minutes. So <laughs> while stuff happens, it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not I, a lot of important things, I guess I should say. Yeah. It seems like we, there's a lot we still needed to know. And really it's like, what is this all going to lead to? Is it going to be leading to multiple upcoming films or season two um i'm wondering if we'll see valentina i don't know because is really no but what is kamala's next appearance i'm just wondering what's gonna happen with like uh with uh well really it's like what's gonna happen with bruno and cameron because i could see i don't know if cam is he part of the team she's creating? No. Cameron is... Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I guess they could make Cameron... That's what I'm want. Something. Yeah, I'm wondering if he would... Uh... But he's not really in the comics. He's just like a goon. Hmm. The only person that we haven't seen yet, and I'm wondering how they'll introduce them for the Marvels, is Nova. Um, hmm. I don't think that Cameron will be Nova. They'll probably, that'll just be a new character. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how they're going to introduce him. If that will be something that maybe happens in Quantumania or um, in the Guardians special. Like, wouldn't that I mean, <laughs> be wild if it's all of a sudden here's. Nova and Captain Marvel. It would fit in the Guardians Christmas thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. mean, I could. It wouldn't be great to just shoehorn that in there, but I think that that would make the most sense since they're all in outer space. But I don't know. Keanu Reeves is uh, Nova. <laughs> that would be great. I saw some earlier today about. He's had some early discussions about getting into the MCU. I would, I'd be all over that. I think he's a little old to be Nova. Yeah. Uh, I think Nova's supposed to be like a kid. Um, but yeah, uh, it was an actor. Uh, uh, who's this guy? He was in one of Christopher Nolan's movies. What is his name? That's going to be Nova. Who could be up to play Nova? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know his name. Hmm. Oh, I see. They have, um, or is it Finn Whitehead? Maybe that's that him. sounds like. A name of a person that I'm too old to know who is. I know Grant Gustin is one is one that I've seen. 
uh, he mm. is the Flash in the DC Flash mm. show. Yeah. Um, I've this, seen the other one. This yeah. kid was in Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Okay. The only other ones that I remember seeing and that I can find right now are Zach Efron and um, Taron Eg- Egerton. Hmm. I think um, I got that other news about Taron Egerton this week, so who knows? What What other news? What's he doing? Oh, he's just apparently been in maybe, <clears throat> possibly, some talks about playing Wolverine. Oh, well... <laughs> Maybe, okay. possibly, theoretically. <laughs> All right. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I don't know. <laughs> the endorsement from this podcast. Yeah. Is, That's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I think it's hard I... to, to imagine a new Wolverine. But Yeah. I'm also wondering now, with that news kind of breaking, when will... Uh, Ryan Reynolds make jokes about it. <laughs> yeah, is he just gonna like show up with him one day on social media or something? Uh, He's adopted him as his adult son. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll find out. Hopefully, we'll find out next week. Hopefully, it'll be great, and then we can all look forward to Thor. And yes trying to get tickets i've got mine for sunday (laughs) holla uh but yeah so definitely join us next week where we will break down the final episode of miss marvel and kind of get everyone hyped for thor uh which comes out next week as well so big week next week and uh then yeah you can uh, probably expect a thor episode soon uh so <laughs> get ready for uh she hulk yeah that's right i yeah. did see some like behind the scenes video for loki season two. Ooh, i tried not to see it but it <laughs> <up>. yeah <laughs> you're so angry <laughs> yeah these days i've learned Things just move incredibly quick, especially with like Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have successfully avoided all Stranger Things spoilers. I don't know how it's been not getting on the Twitter. <laughs> it's it's all over Facebook too. Oh, gross! Facebook. It's any. Can't go it's anywhere. yeah. Can't. Pretty much yeah. Yeah. It's a sad world we live in. <laughs> um. But yeah, so if you, uh, I guess we'll say this this week and then we'll bring it up again next week. But if you see Thor early or night it releases or whatever, don't spoil it. Don't ruin it for other people. Give them at least, what's the, what do you, it's like a two week buffer, a one week buffer. I don't know. I mean, the these buffer days... never ends. You're never allowed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> these days, just wait until Monday, you know, give people the weekend. Yeah. At least, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, any uh, cool one-liners this week? Got any Thor (laughs) one-liners? I can only think of Uh, one. (laughs) I saw, it's not my one-liner, 
But I saw where uh, they were interviewing Taika Waititi and Chris Hemsworth, and they were asking about why Tom Hiddleston isn't in the movie, and they said, oh, I don't know, I guess he's just dead to us. <laughs> I was like, that's mean. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think that's a good one. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.